Welcome to the Cutting Edge Secrets Podcast. This is a show for my barbers and stylists and entrepreneurs who wants to learn how to build their dream business in a way that lets our talents, our message, and our products and our services get out to the world and still remain profitable. This is Arthur Lyle and welcome to the Cutting Edge Secrets Podcast. See, I told myself a long while ago that I, I, I'm tired of having the new year, new me feeling. That's what we do, right? We always say, hey, it's a new year and I'm going to have a new me. Well, I decided to find, I, I found out that it was an, enough is enough because I'm tired of saying new year, same me. Like, it, it's got to be something better. So I, I didn't understand. So I told myself, I said, there's got to be, I said, self, there's got to be a reason. You got to do figure, figure something out. I said, what if I had one word that I can accomplish that I can just focus on one word throughout the whole year that maybe I can get enough oomph to win this year myself? And that's, why I'm, I'm, that's my challenge to you guys today. What if there was just one word that you can just use that would counterintuitive all your goals and accomplishments throughout the rest of the year? So I started off with it. I tried it. My first word was I wanted to be consistent. So if I, I felt like if I could just be consistent on one thing, I would accomplish my goals by the end of the year. So I had to maintain it. And being consistent, let me be the first to tell you, is a very, very hard thing to do. <laughs> so just being consistent, no matter what you do, if you wanted to work, go to work and be at work on time, be consistent. If you want to be myself, a good father, be consistent. A better husband, be consistent. Whatever your, your goals are, just try that one thing. So, what's your one thing? So, here's the thing. Life is like a box of chocolates, right? You really never know what you're going to get. But I feel like one thing that I want to get every day of my life is happiness. I want to be happy. Yes, I want to be a millionaire. Yes, I want to be, I want all the finer things in life. But one thing I truly do want, and I don't care what nobody else says, is I want to be happy. Like I tell my family all the time, I said, the one, the one key to happiness from what I found is loving yourself. You have to be grateful to yourself. If you can understand some things about being happy for yourself, then you can make others happy. I tell people all the time, I said, listen, if you can't make yourself happy, there's no way you can make me happy. So let's do that. Let's, make, let's, let's, let's focus on making ourselves happy. So with that, that being said, if... Raise your hand if anybody has ridden an airplane. Anybody rode an airplane before? Great. So listen, when you ride an airplane, they give you the opportunity, they, they give you the safety instructions, right, when, they, when you're on an airplane. And one of the things that they tell you is, in case of an emergency, the oxygen will fall down from the, the ceiling. And then what I want you to do is I want you to put the oxygen mask on yourself first, you know, and make it secure the mask so you have oxygen. Then I want you to help your neighbor. That's just like life, fellas and ladies and gentlemen. You have to help yourself before I help them. Because then you can have the capacity to help someone else. So you have to think about that at life. I never forget, I was working on, on, on building a business. See, I have dreams. I have dreams to be great. That's in a simple term. But what I didn't realize is those are things that you have to do to accomplish, to make these things happen. You know, in order to live your dream and to make them come true, you have to be ready for sacrifices, happiness. You got to have goals. And you got to have fear. We'll get to that in a second. 
But what are you willing to sacrifice? I was opening my barbershop. I, I had every intent on trying to be a bar, uh, open a barbershop. So I had no idea. I had no idea how to open up a barbershop. So I asked all of these questions to myself. I'm like, so what am I going to do? How am I going to open up a barbershop? I don't have no money. All I got is a dollar and a dream. How am I going to open up a barbershop? So I asked questions. I started asking people that I didn't know who I knew. I started people asking people that I, that I was inspired by, who I disliked and everything. I figured if I get all the information, I know enough. But that was not enough. Because what I, feel, what I found out is knowledge is power, yes. But knowledge with applied power, uh, knowledge is power only when you apply actions behind it. So knowledge isn't just power. You have to have action. So I had all of this knowledge now on how to open up a barbershop, but I still didn't have one. So I had to take some steps forward. With that being said, I got a lot of critics on, on, on my journey to open this barbershop. People were saying, oh, you're not going to be successful. Because I decided when I found the place that I wanted, I found it outside of my Jewish district. It was no one of my color at the time when I opened this business originally. So people would say, hey, you're not going to be successful. Nobody from the hood is going to come see you. These were the terms that I was hearing. They said, why would you put on it? It was on a, on a corner that I couldn't be seen from the front street. So they would say, you, will, you won't get any business. But I didn't let that destroy me from my goal. So I decided to open anyway. They said, you won't even have a business loan. We fast forward today, I'm nine years strong in my business. And I've been rated best of Omaha multiple times. Yes, you can clap. Thank you, thank you. So what I'm telling you guys is you have to live your dream. You have to believe it with all your might and all your heart. Don't let nobody steer you. A lot of people think that, you know, dreams is, they just come true. It's not enough to just dream. Dreams are free, but the hustle is sold separately. <laughs> so, I want to tell you, like, like, like I'm, I'm so excited. Like, I'm, I'm, like, when I get to talking about dreams, I get so excited because there's some keys that you got to do to make your dreams come a reality. And I'm going to give you some of those keys today. You know, first off, to identify your dreams, you have to understand, like, what it is I want. You have to know what you want. It's not about... It's not about just having a dream at night, but it's making it come to reality. See, there's a difference between seeing and having vision. You know, a, a lot of us are blessed to have sight, but a lot of us have no vision. Vision is to be able to see something before it happens. We're, we've been taught, we've been in a, in a negative world. We've been in a negative world to develop that, 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 that seeing is believing. But you have to believe before you see. Oh, yeah. So if you can believe something before you see it, then now things come fruitful. That's how, that's, that's, it's kind of the same thing as a farmer. He doesn't know that he's going to have carrots growing today. Or he, he doesn't plant them today and think they're going to grow tomorrow. But he's, he trusts the process. So you have to trust the process. If you believe in a dream, go for it. So the second step for identifying your dreams is you got to make a plan. They say he who plans to fail, fails to plan. So... Make yourself a roadmap. You gotta have that. You don't have that. Tell your neighbor, you gotta put a GPS on your success. Put a GPS on your success. Okay? <laughs> put a GPS on your success. See, I found out in order for me to be able to achieve a couple of goals and a couple of my dreams, that I had to find out how to be laser focused. Focus. 
And I want you to write this down. You got to be so focused that, that you have to understand, like, focus is an acronym. And it took me a long time to understand this, but focus, you need to follow one course until successful. In, embed that in your brain and your heart and your spirit. Focus on one course until successful. Focus on one course. See, like I said before, we, we've been raised and, and been taught in, that we're in a negative environment, so therefore, we've, we ask ourselves negative questions. So what I figured out, just from my ex personal experience, and after studying all of these, un these, all these successful people, because if I wanted to be successful in my life, I decided that why am I going down this same road of the unsuccessful? Why don't I want to follow somebody that's already been there before? So I started to read and started studying mentors. I'm going to tell you a secret. If you want something in life, you study the people that's done it before, you can catch yourself, cut your learning curve out the way. Stop following the people that's never been there before because they can't teach you how to get there. So I just started to decide, I decided to start following all these millionaires and successful people because I didn't understand. I have no idea if we all created equal, why I can have what Oprah Winfrey has, what Tyler Perry has, what Tony Robbins has. Like, why not me? Why, 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 why do I have to be in poverty all my life? Why do I have to have roaches laying on my floor when I sleep? Like, why? Why do I have to only have a dollar and a dream? So I, had, I was asking these questions, but the thing was, what I didn't realize is I was, these were all negative questions. So I decided to change. And I started asking myself power questions. Instead of saying, why me? I said, why not me? If we're all created equal, why not me? Why not you? Why not you? You have to decide. You know, you can't, you, there's only one thing that you can do. It's, it's, it's only, I, should, I should take that back. It's only two things, okay? It's a yes and there's a no. Okay? It's either left or right. There's a right and a wrong. You either love God or whoever your savior is, or you love the evil. You can't do both. So you have to decide. You have to commit to something. You can't be in the between. There's no hokey pokey, left foot in, left foot out. You have to jump the hole. You have to be in. You got to be in. And when you commit to something like that, you get so much compound interest on your life. And that's how you get the momentum to succeed. So what are you willing to sacrifice? I can never forget, when I was writing my book, The Cutting Edge, it's one of the hardest things I've done in my life. I had to change my mindset. It was so difficult. It was really difficult, it, and especially difficult for a person who's not a writer and not a reader, and especially somebody who can barely read his own handwriting. So let alone, how am I going to write a book? But I had to figure out some stuff. Like I had a challenge, I had, not only did I challenge myself, I was challenged by my mentor. My mentor told me, he said, listen, if you decide to go ahead and write this book, you're going to have to do some different things. Okay, I take the challenge. That's, the, that's my problem. I'm too competitive. So, so I decided to go ahead and go with this. So he told, my mentor said, if you have your book finished by February, eh, whatever, 15th or so, 
at this time, uh, he's like, I will allow you to come to this hair show. It was at Bronner Brothers Hair Show. And he said, I will allow you to come in front of my class and speak to everyone in my class to give you a first launch for your book. Give everybody an opportunity to let you know that you're an author and, you're, you know, and those things. So that's my first audience. Of course I want that. That's the momentum that I needed. However, writing the book wasn't that easy. So I was, I was having a hard time. And, and you know, I'm going to say this, but it's not going to sound that great, but you need to listen to this. I, every time I was writing, I just could never find the right time. I could never find my time. I could never find my time. I could never find my time. Every time I sat on the right, uh, uh, my, my wife said, hey, I need you to take out the trash. Uh, every time I sat down, my, my daughter said, Dad, I need some shoes. Can we do this? Can we have fun? My, every time I sat down, I had to work on my business. I never had time for myself. So I had, to make some I had to make some choices. I had to say, self, I said, listen, my family's a distraction. I can't, I can't accomplish my goal right now, okay? My family's a distraction. My wife's a distraction. My daughter, she's a distraction. My business, it's a distraction. See, these are, these are things that you have to be able to tell yourself because you're saying them in, inside, but you're afraid to say them outside. But see, that's what's holding you in and you can't make the changes that you want. So I said these things to myself and I said them out loud. So I had to make some different choices. So I decided that I'm gonna give my wife her time. I'm gonna give my daughter her time. I'm gonna give my business its time. Now it's my time. I decided to wake up every morning at five o'clock in the morning to start writing my book. I gave myself an hour a day, an hour a day at 5 a.m. When everybody was still asleep, my house was a little bit peaceful. It was all right for me. But every day at five o'clock. But this is starting to get a little hard. At five o'clock, I'm not an early bird by any means. So I, I, I called my mentor back and said, hey, listen, I need some help. I can't get up. I don't even find time. What do I need to do? He said, you got to get yourself some leverage. What does that mean? He said, you got to get yourself some leverage. So what I did, I called my big cousin back there. Uh, I called my big cousin, Mr. Lyle, and I, he, I said, hey, Lee, hey, I said, hey, listen, I need your help. I said to him, I need you to help me write my book. <laughs> He's like, uh, am I going to be co-author? <laughs> no, I need you to help me write my book. I said, I need you to call me every day at 5 a.m. to make sure I get up to go write my book. I need to write for an hour. He said, all right. I said, if, and if I don't get up, I owe you $10 a day. He said, oh, that's easy. <laughs> hey, that's easy. So, okay, we, we, we start this thing, and you know, the first couple days was easy. You know, I'm winning. Yeah, ain't giving him no money. I started getting a little tired. I ain't had it no more. I had to start giving him a couple dollars so I started lying, like, yeah, I'm up, I'm snoring. I still got, I still got boogers in my eyes. He, he doesn't know that, but he, I'm, I, I'm not going to tell him either. But then it started to mess with my conscience, and I said, okay, I, I, I'm cheating no one but myself. I'm cheating no one but myself. Because it's my goal and not his. So I decided to get up and I maintained it. I had my same red jumpsuit I put on every day. I probably never watched it the whole process, but it's okay. It's okay. I achieved the goal. <laughs> my wife, was, she's like, yeah, he's not lying. <laughs> so, yeah, but now I, I did. I finished my book. Thank God that, you know, so I'm an author. I'm an author now. Thank you.
So Les Brown says something very intelligent, and I thought, and I'd like to take it with me. He said, most people in life don't succeed, not because their goals are too high and they, they miss, but they set them too low and hit. So what type of goals do you have? See, this is the thing. We got to have goals, like real goals, not just like itty bitty goals. We just got to have goals, like yearly goals, like monthly goals, daily goals, hourly goals, smart goals. Write this down. You want your goals to be smart? No, you want to, I'm sorry. You want your goals to be specific, specific, measurable, obtainable. You want a road map. See, tell me this. Why is it so easily for you to GPS to get to this location today, but you won't put a GPS on where you want to be and what your goals in life? You need to know where you're going and how to get there and when you're going to get there. And the T is for time bound because you need to have a timeline because a goal without a, a goal, a dream without a goal is just a wish. So you need to have a timeline. That way you can transform it to being what it can become. I remember uh, I was suffering, from, well, I, I was suffering from this thing what they call uh, ophidiophobia. And uh, in fact, um, my mother and I, we was going on a trip to a uh, family vacation to uh, Tulsa, Oklahoma, the country. And as soon as we pulled up on a, and, and we, we pulled up on a dirt road, we, me and my mother and I, we were greeted with a, uh, a tribe of cousins, a tribe of cousins and family. Half of them, I don't know their names, I don't know where they're from, they just, they, just, they, just, they just surrounded us. And when I get there, um, all of the guy cousins about to go fishing, okay? And I, that's not the best, first thing I'm trying to do, going fishing when I just got off of a nine hour drive. Yet, okay, I'll go, and uh, so I say, big cousin, where, where are you guys going to go fishing at? He tells me, he says, oh, we're going to go across the road and down the creek. I'm a city boy. I, uh, across the road and down the creek, I should have known I was getting myself into some trouble. Uh, so, so I said, okay, uh, sure. He said, before you go, little cousin, he said, I want you to make sure you go in the house, go on the porch and grab a pair of boots. I don't want you to mess up your good shoes. I said, yeah, you're right about that. I got the good ones on. I got these Michael Jordan 13s on. I, ain't, you know, I don't want these to stay nice. So I put these boots on, and I decided to go across the road and down the creek. And as we're walking down this road and across the creek, uh, I'm walking through it's what you call like a, uh, I don't even know what to call it, but it was like a trail. And as we're walking through this trail, it was only wide enough for us to be in a single file line. And I'm at the back, and... Uh, okay, but everything outside of that trail was a, the grass, the blaze of grass about knee high. And my cousin yells back to him, big cousin, well, I call him because I told you I don't remember their names. He said, um, when you're walking through the, uh, through the creek, he said, make sure you're stomping your boots like so, like you're marching in service. Uh, okay, uh, I'll be obedient, I'll do so. So I, I do this. Yeah. But after a while, I'm starting to get tired. I'm, uh, I said, big cousin, why are we, why are we stomping? Like this, I, I'm tired, I just drive. He said, oh, uh, don't worry, we're trying to scare the snakes away. <laughs> snakes? <laughs> Wait a minute, snakes? He said, yeah, yeah, we in Snake Creek. <laughs> snake Creek? I said, uh, what kind of snakes is in here? He said, oh, uh, water mosquitoes, rattlesnakes, don't worry about it. I said, man, listen, I've all had a heart attack, blood pressure went up, had diabetes, went into glaucoma, uh, my, my vision was stirred. Uh, I didn't know what to happen. Everything was gone. I, I didn't know what, I about fainted, I had a migraine. 
All of a sudden, just instantly, it was just, everything was dead for me. I said, listen, I'm back from Omaha, Nebraska. I'm scared of garden snakes. You got me here with rattlesnakes? <laughs> so I look back, because I want to go back home to mama, because mama over there, back at the house, but I don't see that trail no more. So I got to go fall through. I get there, and uh, everything, as we fishing, everything that I looked around was a snake. Right. <laughs> the fishing line touched my neck, I about died. <laughs> I didn't know what to do. The water, the sticks in the water was a snake. And I know water monsters, they be in the trees and in the water, so I was confused. I didn't like none of it. So we get back home to, uh, to Grandma's house, and you know, we go get back home without a fish in sight. We ain't catch not a one. I tell you that story because some of you guys are suffering from what they call Ophidia phobia. What that is is the fear of snakes. But see, it may not be a snake that you're furious, but your, your, your snakes might be your goals, your dreams. And it's a phobia you're afraid, because I want you to do what you fear. Because everything that you want in life is on the opposite side, and that's where you get your cutting edge. The whole time on that whole trip, I didn't see not one snake. Not one snake, and we're in Snake Creek. The thing that I want you to understand is that a lot of times the fear is only the story that you tell yourself in your mind. Fear is the false evidence appearing to be real. It's not a, it's just, it's a figment of your imagination. So do what you fear. My mother always told me, uh, my mother always told me one thing. She said, live every day like it's his last because you never know when you won't be here. So I, I live that with all of my heart. I live every day like it's his last, because I love my life, because I don't know if I might not be here tomorrow. I need you guys to do a favor. Do me a favor. Put your, put your right hand up for me, please. Everybody put your right, right hand up, and just give me one finger. <coughs> and I want you to put it in your ear like this here. And repeat after me. Make no excuse for your past. Just change your future. Oh, right, you can take your hand out. I just didn't want to go in one ear and out the other. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so what would you do if you knew you couldn't fail? Do that. This has been a Cutting Edge Secret Podcast. I'm Arthur Lyle, and thanks to our sponsors, Barber's Eye, where we make it all happen for hair entrepreneurs' dream come to a reality by seeing the vision within. You can find them at barberseye.com. If you have any feedback on today's episode, please DM me at Arthur, A-R-T-H-U-R underscore Lyle, L-Y-L-E, on Instagram, and or repost and tag me on your page, and i love to hear from you. And join us again next time for more cutting edge secret tips and tricks for the industry pros. Thanks for listening. Peace and love, and I'll see you at the top.